Good Friday morning to you. Good Friday morning to you. I am Overseer Chris, host, creator of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Friday and our empowering time today. And today we're talking about flipping the script. When you get a chance, or you know, as time permits, turn with me to Genesis 3:7. It says, Then the eyes of both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made loin cloths for themselves. And that's Genesis 3:7. You know, biblical concordances uh characterize this scripture as a story of paradise lost by the willfulness of human sin. And today we're going to talk about flipping the script, how that works uh, in our lives and how that works when we think about sin culture. Reverend Nadia Boltz Weber says, liberals tend to think admitting that we're sinful is the same as having low self-esteem, while conservatives often equate sin with immortality. Uh, so on one end, the church tells us that sin is, is an antiquated notion that only makes us feel bad about ourselves, so we should avoid mentioning it all, while the other end of the church tells us that sin is the same as immorality and totally avoidable if me, you, us can just be good, squeaky, clean Christians. Yet, she says, when sin is boiled down to low self-esteem or immorality, then it becomes something we can control or limit in some way rather than something that we are simply in bondage to. Also earlier this week, Pastor Doza uh, wrote this uh, about flipping the script, and she talked about being haunted for 17 years uh, with this powerful belief that she was terrible at math, only to discover that when she had to do multivariate regression analysis, had to get it, had to resolve the problem, somehow the symbols, the numbers on the page became a language that she understood. She, in that moment, in that experience, learned to shut off the false claims that she had believed about herself, that she was terrible at math. I believe there's a connection between both the story and the scripture. What are the scripts that me, you, us believe about ourselves? What's the script? And we've been believing about sin. This week, I thought about the narrating conversations, scripts, if you will, in our mind and in our lives. Are the scripts that we tell ourselves always true or just in a particular experience? For example, in my own life, I've often, in, in relational experiences, if you will, taken something someone says in a specific moment and applied it to everything they say and do. The problem is, this doesn't always work because it's always dependent upon the subject and the context. The same is true for people and the same is true for scripture. I know the latter is an unpopular opinion. It's okay. Stay with me. Yet I'm also trying to share with you the same is, is also true for the stories that me, you, us tell ourselves. Often, uh, I, I like the way that uh, Pastor uh, Doza frames it. We have a story someone told us about ourselves, and it's often formed out of a challenging moment. 
we face a, a challenge, someone crafts a story around it, and we start repeating the story about ourselves, giving it more color and shape. It becomes a full-blown script without our even realizing it. And I think about that often. Could there possibly be things that we're, stories and scripts that we're telling ourselves, you know, about ourselves that aren't true? Or that were only, you know, an accurate uh, representation of something that happened in that particular moment? What are the scripts in your life? What are the stories are you believing about you that could possibly not be true? Think about it. Some scripts could be, I'm a terrible communicator. I'm bad at relationships. I'm bad at, mo at, at money. The truth for today is sometimes me, you, us, we have made bad decisions with money. We made bad decisions without it. Sometimes we communicated things to people and the message of what we said got lost in translation. Sometimes we have let our anger or our specific emotion uh, speak for us when the best approach would have been to let both subside and then speak. Sometimes we should have been silent. Sometimes we should have walked away or never even entered the space, whole space for all of it. The reason uh, that hindsight is 2020, a colloquialism that the elders would say, is because we have the full picture of something after it has happened that we didn't necessarily have the same amount of information beforehand. So could you be holding yourself to a script that isn't true but it was true in the moment now I have to be fully transparent with you and tell you that there's some scripts that we tell ourselves that are true you know when I think about this in my own life the truth uh, of today is that when it comes to uh, using tools to build things you're not gonna call Chris to come build your house or build a room or paint doesn't matter how many that much documentation I read on it. That's not really my my ministry or my strength. Can I do it? Possibly, but I'm not necessarily the best at it. You could probably find six, seven, eight, five, two more people that are better than me. But there are other things that we've been telling ourselves about ourselves that are not true. I remember some years ago talking with a friend uh, at a at a, a retreat, you know, hang out on the weekend, and. Um, she was, we were talking about relationships, and I was telling her how, well, with all of my failed relationship experiences, I possibly was not a person to could, could share or give relationship advice, and I remember her saying to me, but you know, from those relational experiences, what you didn't like and what you don't want, think about that. You know, because sometimes we tell, and I've, I've been guilty of this, of telling myself that I'm not necessarily good in relationships. The challenge in that is that everything in life is a relational experience. So there's numerous opportunities to grow. There's uh, opportunities to learn different things about ourselves and other people. And even though sometimes relationships, the outcome doesn't necessarily go the way that we would like, there is an opportunity to learn from that if we really take a moment and a breath and a space to think about that. And maybe too, it's the way that uh, we view that that needs to change. And I'm going to my phone right here because I saw this great quote in We the Urban that was talking about the way we view challenges. And it had a whole, um, it had an entire picture 
to, to think about when we're talking about change. And he was saying change is difficult, but it can also be positive. Change is painful, but it can also be an opportunity. Change is unfamiliar, but it can also be necessary. Change is inevitable, inevitable, but it can also be a blessing. Change is uncomfortable, but it can also be exciting. Change is frightening, but it can also be a learning experience. Change is overwhelming, but it can also be uh, beautiful. Change is a process, but it can also be a sign of growth. Change is unpredictable, but it can also be relevatory. What's that mean for our life? The same is true for the stories and the scripts. You know, you you know, you can't judge a person. Period. You shouldn't. At least that's my opinion. But you know, do what you will. But uh, what I'm trying to say is. You know, the story can change just because that happened, just because it was true at one time does not necessarily mean it's universal. Let's not frame our entire life and everything that's happening now based on something that happened in the past. And I'll say it again. The reason hindsight is 2020, the colloquialism that elders say, is because you have the full picture of something after it's happened. We don't necessarily have the same amount of information right now. And I also say that to, to, to suggest to you, I have no idea where you might find yourself this morning, but I do encourage you to not frame your entire life on a script that isn't true or that could possibly not be an accurate representation of who you are in this present moment. I often think about it this way. You know, when we look about, look or you know, think about people, you know, the truth is we're complex. I know we like to believe that we're simple. And maybe, you know, the way you you feel or your approach might be simple. But people are varied and complex and layered and multifaceted. You know, that the, the truth is more than one thing can be true at the same time. I've often said and thought that, you know, sometimes depending on when you made, when you met me, where I was and my level of consciousness might not necessarily be the same state that I'm in in this present moment. Why? Because we are constantly evolving and growing based on the new experiences that come in our moment, in our space, in our lives. And how that's translated in our relational experiences with others personally, professionally, as we're going through our task, as our routines, and not as, but going through our task and routines, and we're growing. The truth for today is that we should think about our scripts and recognize scripts and stories for what they are. Stories that are imposed by those who decided to be playwrights in our lives. And sometimes we're the playwright. And guess what? It can change. You can flip it. You, you can. You get to choose. You get to decide. The other point to think about uh, is from uh, Boltz Weber, Reverend Boltz Weber. Reverend Nadia, who says that we can come together to admit our mortality and our brokenness. Isn't, uh, and when we do that, then we can finally lay aside our sin management programs or even our sin consciousness and allow God to be God for us. And isn't that what me and you us really need is to allow God to be God and however that manifests for us, be open to that varied, wide array of interpretation and manifestation within our mind? What if we framed our mind and thought about the stories that we're narrating in our life and view ourselves the way God sees us as whole, complete, lacking?
Because when we acknowledge our need for God, we're saying that we acknowledge that we do sin. And we're also acknowledging that we can't do this on our own. That doesn't make us weak. That makes us free. Let's close with a word of prayer, shall we? It's real simple. God, you know our name. You know exactly who you who we are. You created us in your image. We are your handiwork. Help us flip the script to cast out these narrating stories and beliefs that you didn't write. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that what I've said to you today encourages and empowers your mind, your spirit, and your heart. I love you. And guess what? You'll never change it. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great weekend. Peace. Talk to you next time.